Welcome back to Husker Game Day as we continue to get you set for kickoff in the season opener between Nebraska and Illinois. I'm Jessica Cootie here with this Saturday's Corn Husker Conversation, and it's with senior blackshirt JoJo Doman, the Huskers' leading tackler from 2020, made the decision to return back to play one more season here in 2021. JoJo, it's your last first game week for Nebraska. How does it feel going into this week? <laughs> Yeah, this is it, and that's how I'm approaching it, and that's how all the guys in the locker room are approaching it. Like, this is it. We're really in the moment right now, really tightening down on all everything that needs to be tightened down, trusting the process, treating this like any other game, but understanding what's at stake and wanting to get off on the right foot. When you decided to come back, you know, it's been talked a lot about that you wanted to leave this place better than you found it, but at what point did you realize, I've got to do this, I've got to make things better before I, I leave? Yeah, it was when I went home and I'm sitting with my family and I was really weighing the option of the next step or another go around. And I couldn't shake that feeling on my heart that I have to come back. I want to come back and th that this is for me. I, th I think a lot of people, what you were telling me, the stat about you won, what, 27 games in a row and, you know, your first high school game was a win and your last one was your last one you ever played. Has that been challenging for you, kind of dealing with that change here at Nebraska? Yeah, I mean, you winning winning solves everything. Um, and even when you're winning and there could be not so good things going on in your program, they're just going to get reinforced. So like the losing has really tested our character, tested our will. And we're three years into this, uh, this Frost resume, and we're ready to win. Uh, we're, we've changed. We've, we've adjusted. We're ready to just attack it in a new way with a new energy and really just expecting to win. You know, when you made the decision to do that and leave it better, did that eat at you a little bit? Just kind of knowing what you've done in the past and then wanting to make sure that you did that here as well. Yes. I mean, I, obviously I had to get over that fear of like, am I doing everything the right way? Am I doing this right? Like, have I lost touch with that guy who won 30 some games in a row in high school and then comes to Nebraska and we've been part of losing seasons. So. It's really tested my belief in myself, but I've really just doubled down on it. And it's because of the guys in the locker room. Like it really is like the relationships that make this place special. And the fact that we all want to win together and that we're all willing to sacrifice the external things and really just focus on this locker room and on Saturdays, it's a special deal. Listening to the conversation with your dad on your podcast, you talked about doubt, the doubt that you had in yourself. When did that doubt go away? Ooh. Honestly, not till fairly recently. Um, even my first season back, like I still had doubt in my ability and could I, can I hang with the guy across from me? Um, and it really wasn't until last year where I ended up leading my team in tackles, but it was more so like how I felt doing it. Um, I, I was hanging with uh, Rondell Moore. I was hanging with these guys that got drafted and, I, and I'm giving them a run for their money. And just seeing that in myself and and the gap to the next level is so much smaller than I believed it was. And so now I'm just, I'm, I'm confident and I trust myself. I trust my training and I'm excited to go showcase it. So it's been a process to get to this point. I mean, not just, you know, with the injuries mm -hmm. and everything, but just that, that doubt going away, believing that you can be, like you said, the person that you think you can be. Yes, it's been a journey, no doubt. And like, just cause I got cleared doesn't mean I was confident. Mm -hmm. It took thousands of repetitions it took game experience, it took wins and losses and, and off seasons to come to the conclusion of, I'm born for this, I'm ready for this, let's go do this. 
your passion for this game, you're passionate for this program. What makes you such a passionate person? Where does that passion come from? I think it was instilled in me um, at a young age through my mom, who said, once you start something, you, you finish it. Um, I play, was playing four sports at one time, and it was just it was so much. I literally would go from one practice to another practice. The next day, I'd go to the other sports practice and practice back to back, and felt like I couldn't even breathe. And I signed up for them, and I finished them. I never did that again. We stuck it to two sports after that. But I think just that, um, at a young age, was instilled in me. On top of, my mom always told me, like, I have a big heart. Like, let people, let people hear it, let people feel it. So when I finally got, you know, comfortable and confident in myself and realized, like, this team needs me to, to wear my heart on my sleeve. And, and that's really drove it out of me. And it sounds like you've always been just an uh, ultimate extreme competitor. Why do yeah. you love to compete? <laughs> it, it's a respect. Competition is ultimate respect that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push you and you're going to push me. And after that, somebody's victorious. But ultimately, you know, the wins and losses don't necessarily define you. Um, it, it's, it's the spirit of the game. So I've, I've, I've learned a lot more about myself and about this game in the losses than I have in the, in the wins. And you've, it's been well documented that your dad made you play um, every position, but you really like to hit people. Why do you like to hit people? Why did you fall in love with that part of this game? I, well, I, was play, I played soccer growing up, and there's only so much contact in soccer. So I was always the kid getting yellow and red cards, always bodying dudes off the ball. And, and then I got thrown into football. I always wanted to play football and I started with flag. So here I am in this contact sport, but I can't have contact yet. So it started in the basement with my brother, just seriously just going at it. And then in sixth grade, once the pads came on, it was on. You just like fell in love with it right there. It's like unleashing yeah. a beast a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I watched, I literally, I watched football growing up. I didn't watch cartoons. I didn't watch movies. I watched NFL Network and I watched NFL games. When you were playing every position on the field, uh, what was your favorite position to play on the offensive side of the ball? Offense, there, yeah. Wide receiver. Um, I like running back, but everyone knows you're getting the ball. Wide receiver is usually 1v1 or 1v2 with the safety over the top. And my brother and I, just with that the connection and repetitions in the backyard, the, definitely wide receiver. You're just eat up with that, competing and winning. Yes. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um, your dad also talked about one of the things that he wants you to do is have fun. Are you remembering that in all of this? Because it seems like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, a lot on your shoulders going into this year. Mm -hmm. Are you having to remind yourself, hey, I've got to enjoy this as well? Absolutely. And that's something I always have to bring myself back to when I start to get too intense on myself. Is like, man, this is a game. And I think just centering myself back to my deeper why of like, I'm blessed to still be in a Nebraska uniform, healthy and athletic to play this game. Like anytime I get too intense on myself, like just bring myself back to that. And you've talked a lot about belief, believing in this team. How do you, um, you know, flip that switch where a team believes in themselves the way you believe in them? Yeah, it's a critical mass. So enough, if enough guys on our team have that belief in ourselves, thus in this team, like the, the tide turns. Um, I think in the past, it's been the opposite of that to where like, I don't know what the threshold is, but n just not enough guys were bought in, were willing to sacrifice what it takes to be successful. 
and from from my understanding and from my experience right now I, th I think we're over that threshold why do you believe in this team why do you believe they're over the th this threshold because we have guys sacrificing and showing up um, and doing the hard things and, and doing the little things right we're really honing in on the fundamentals and details um, and, and the attitude the attitude that the guys bring into this building when we walk through the door is at an all-time high um, we don't do we don't everything that we train every meeting we go to we don't necessarily want to be there it's redundant you know it can it can get old but as long as we have a positive attitude through those things we're going to get better and we're going to learn something from the experience you've been here you've been ar around a while how do you feel about how this team is going into this game as opposed to years past i mean how prepared are you guys how you handled your business over the last three weeks I just I believe in the men in our locker room more than I ever have. Just building relationships with them, going through adversity with them, and going through this fall camp. Like I'm just so ready to go to bat with those guys, and and that's what feels different to me. And just um, setting the tone, especially the defense. What kind of tone do you guys want to set here on Saturday? Win on first, second down. Win in the trenches. Lock up on third down. Just a physical defense that's uh, disciplined, fundamentally sound. Just, just a fierce group that, that flies to the ball, forces turnovers, and that you can, you can feel their presence before the ball's even snapped. How uh, ready are you guys to kind of get out there and kind of, you know, it's been talking season for so long, and you guys have been talking about that it's different and there's belief, but how ready are you guys to get out there and prove it on Saturday? Extremely ready. We're tired of hitting guys in red jerseys, so to, to be able to take out all of our competitive spirit and aggression and on, the, on another team is going to be awesome. And you personally, what are you looking to do come Saturday when, when this thing gets kicked off? I'm looking to be an energetic force out there, um, someone that my teammates can count on and that the other team has to look for, and somebody that is disciplined in his job and is consistent and also can make has the ability to make game-changing plays. And what would a win do for the team? I know you guys are taking it one week at a time, but you know when you talk about momentum and moving into a season, how big would a win be here in week one? Yeah, it's huge. That is that momentum that we're looking for. Um, the goals that we have for this team and, and what we're striving to do, it, it starts with this week. We cannot look past this week, like you said. And after we take care of business this week, we'll move on to the next week. Thanks to Jojo Doman for spending some time with us here on this week's Corn Husker Conversation. We've got to step aside for a quick break, but Husker Game Day rolls on right after this.